think I might stay here for a while, lend these folk a hand. Seen enough battle for a week. More like a lifetime. Welcome to the post-credit pursuit. chose to go british there that's okay i think just like the writers of this show i don't know what i'm doing yeah (laughs) wow what a terrible take you're a disgrace to i mean if tolkien were alive he would um he'd he'd honestly he might he'd have me pull lord of the rings from the shelves nobody can buy this anymore because i don't want to see um (laughs) what people do to it he done something that doesn't make sense to me how horrible how terrible how you know the a dead man not, might not like what you've done i'm sure a lot of dead men have not liked <laughs> yeah. what a lot of us have done you know what I mean? exactly um welcome back to part two yeah welcome to part two this is going to be more about more of a i guess a, a fan fangirling <laughs> experience yeah. about what we really I'm, really liked i'm using this as a an escape to yell at everybody yeah that has something bad to say about this show because i think they're all just being big blubbery babies that's what i feel like i have so many thoughts about why i don't don't see why people can't just enjoy literally anything anything i know well speaking of before we get into the nitty-gritty i have watched a few new things Mm -hmm. since uh, we recorded our last lord of the rings episode and uh you mentioning people sitting down to watch things and not enjoying them made me reminded me <laughs> that last night i sat down to watch black adam okay they put it on hbo max and i was like well i mean it's it's right here it's free let's see what all the fuss is about i fell asleep which which okay because it kind of sucks because like I, that movie was kind of bad like it really uh, I heard it was, but I, I really didn't have any interest in seeing it when it came like came out in theaters or in it because I just, I don't really know too much about that the Shazam aspect of like DC. Yeah. I never was a big fan of Shazam, so like yeah, I'm not really gonna be a big fan of like his villain. I guess I don't know. They try yeah. to make him like an antihero kind of thing, but I talk. We're we're worried about scrutinizing and like dissecting things that are actually kind of good. Yeah, but I mean, I know people have said that Black Adam's bad, but no one's like talking about how bad it was. And like I, yeah. it it was set up really different from how I thought it was going to be. But I, I still it put me to sleep, and I, I, I didn't care too much for it. Well, I mean, I maybe that's the the thing. I I don't know. Was anyone really expecting that to be like? I think people super good. Maybe not super good, but. Yeah. I mean, Dwayne Johnson is supposed to change up the hierarchy of the DC universe. That's you know what true. I mean? Yeah. Like it was hyped up from the account of like, oh, uh, well, this actor has been. It's like the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool thing. Like, yeah. Ryan Reynolds was wanting to do a Deadpool thing for a long time before he got to. And I guess The Rock has also been being like, yes, let me be Black Adam. I want to bring this character to <laughs> yeah. the screen. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool, I guess, but gosh they they just dropped the ball that it, that's that would be a fun one to i'd like to finish it because like i said it <laughs> it was different than how i thought it was going to be but it's 
it had it had little moments that kind of shone through that I was like, oh man, it could be good. Could but be good. Could be good. A lot of it was real bad. But the one thing that I did watch that is one hundred and ten thousand percent way better than Black Adam. What's that? Is weird. The Al Yankovic story. I need to watch that. I oh my really gosh. Now, like, I, I Jordan, for instance, would probably hate the movie. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are. I, I know that it's not the type of comedy that a lot of people get. Like uh, people who don't like Weird Al or like yeah. parody music in general probably wouldn't like the movie because it is a and it's an exact parody of all of these like Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. the Elvis movie and all that stuff. Like oh yeah, I watched Elvis too. I we should do an episode on Elvis. <laughs> I, I won't talk about it this, but like we should do an episode on that Elvis movie. It was oh my gosh, but. It's a direct parody of all these biopic movies, and it is so freaking funny. <laughs> a lot of like really funny celebrity cameos too. Yeah, and I mean Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself as Weird Al, done a really fantastic job. I thought it was very very funny. I was su- I wasn't surprised that I liked it, but like I thought it was going to be one of those where I would have a few chuckles. Yeah, but like I was like kind of laughing out loud at a lot of these scenes. It's just done so well. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I really love uh, Daniel Radcliffe's uh, arc in life. I, I think he's. Uh... I mean, you can't blame the guy. He his literally his first roles have him set for life. So it's like, ah, yeah, what do I want to do? A lot of actors don't get to ask yeah. themselves that question, let alone like get out there and do it. Especially the fact that he he struggled so much getting through like the back half of Harry Potter, yeah, like like. <laughs> He just wanted to play characters who had like guns nailed into their hands. Yeah. Characters who grew horns, dead bodies. I need to watch that movie. Swiss Army Man? Yeah. It'll change your life, man. (laughs) It really will. It it kinda it kinda like changed my life a little bit. It's it's a very poignant movie, I think. After you get over the the funny gags in it. But I think that makes it a lot better. No, he's Daniel Radcliffe. I'd love to meet that guy. He he seems like he'd be fun to just like sit down and have a chat with. He does, doesn't he? In every interview I've ever seen him in, he's just very... Him and Elijah cool. Wood. Well, honestly, any of the Hobbits, but like <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood kind of like give off similar vibes, both looks looks yeah. wise and like, I just feel like they'd be real cool to like bump into the street and have like a five minute chat with. Do you wear wigs? <laughs> Do you wear wigs? That's such a funny... With you? Wear wigs? <laughs> That's so funny. I... <laughs> Anytime I see like... It, it, it's dangerous anytime I see like a TikTok of like a one of those behind the scenes things I'm like oh well I might spend the next three hours looking at for real? watching like the behind the scenes interviews I would like a and they could re-release Peter Jackson could like release this in theaters tomorrow and I'd go see every single bit of it but they need to do like an extended edition version of behind the scenes because I know that you you get the behind the scenes on the extended but like yeah. I want to see a full on three-hour documentary for each movie made yeah like shot in full that, documentary form like that, that up on the big screen so what i was gonna talk about we because we, we've talked about the lord of the rings a little bit mm-hmm. you know we, we we've all we both both agreed that like fellowship is probably our least favorite but like it's climbing up there and i would say even now i think that they might all three just be equal and it just might be depend be a uh, depends on the day kind of thing. You know that's me. true because like you can argue up and down all day about which Star Wars movie is better. And like while you could say that they're all equally good, they're not. Yeah. But the Lord of the Rings is the the that first trilogy at least is so close of all being just one hundred percent masterpieces. Mm-hmm. It's it's it can fluctuate. I yeah. think. But like 
we all know that Empire Strikes Back is the best one. Yeah. But I think I figured out, at least for me, why maybe the first one feels maybe just a bit off, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that there is so much technically going on in like the first half of the Fellowship of the Ring and even the entire movie that it, it feels kind of off. Yeah, because it, it kind of it's one of the only parts in that trilogy, I think, that well, it's all immersive, but there's so much going on that you also feel like you're just kind of whisked off your feet and you're yeah. you're kind of like Frodo, yeah. like constantly looking around like, what is yeah. going on? Because you're just like, man, but there like really I, is a lot. I was looking, I was thinking about it and like, I don't think that there is a, a bigger extended period of time in the entire three movies where we spend so much time with Gandalf and the Hobbits yeah. and other taller people and the Hobbits. Yeah. And like knowing especially back then, all of the things that just had to happen the way, the way they had to shoot it. I, I feel like that kind of, I don't know, it, it messes with the feel just enough that you're like, I don't know. I, yeah, because, I mean, that's a whole three-hour movie. It's a story within and of itself, but it's like it's there to set up those other two movies. So yeah. I know personally for me when I watch Fellowship – I see them all together at like the council and everything. I'm like, yeah. man, this is like, this is such a cool, like to see them all together. But I instantly, I'm like, okay, now go, <laughs> go off. Like, I want to see Aragorn, Gimli and Legolas. Like, I yeah. want to see them in two towers. Like, yeah. I want to see Sam be such a bitch to Gollum. You know, like I, I just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, Gollum deserves it every time. Every I, single I'll... time. I will not take any Gollum love in this house. God, I, it sucks for him, but. That's how it's got to be. That's, that's how. That's how those but, conflicted villains have to be. But like I, um, Smeagol maybe not a villain, yeah. but Gollum, Gollum for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Like I, I was watching it and I and I knew like how they shot the, um, especially like Gandalf in the, in Bag End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's crazy to me because I was actually like watching it the first time that I ever noticed. I was like, oh yeah, I can see it now. Like I, I mean, like not yeah, like yeah. I can't see it, but like I can but see. Your eyes are more tuned to it at that point. Yeah, like there's there's one point because and because they very rarely have Bilbo and Gandalf in Bag End at the same time in yeah. the same shot. Yeah, and there's one where Bilbo leaves frame, but Gandalf is still in. It, and I'm like, oh, I, I see. There's just there completely different yeah takes it's yeah. super cool don't get me wrong it's, it's one of the coolest things that i've ever seen you don't really pick like, up on that like yeah early but, on but it just got me thinking i was like oh yeah they had to do a ton of stuff in this movie to like make sure like in this one in specific to like get all of the heights right and like make sure everything yeah. looks yeah. the way that it should so I, I i don't know maybe that's just my like kind of thought process i was like oh, and a lot of those scenes a like sometimes I know when when Gandalf first first gets there and Frodo's like you're late or whatever when he j- jumps into his arms like yeah any any time where there's direct contact in a single shot it's always from the back like because yeah. you know it's just either some kid or it's just some smaller person yeah in the same uh, wardrobe in the same wig and everything but like constantly having them not looking really directly at the camera and scenes like I'm just like I wonder how much that person got paid. Yeah. To be Frodo's stand-in. There is it's the shot whenever they're walking through the woods, like whenever they're first starting the journey and Gandalf's mm-hmm. there and they're running like right behind him. 
and even like in like the big wide shot like you can just tell that it's not yeah <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious it's like not it's not a big deal at all because like what are you gonna do but like i just think it's funny every time because like you see like and I, it might be in, a, in like only in the extended edition so they just kind of like left it in yeah like, yeah but like you can just totally tell they're two smaller people that are just definitely not frodo and sam <laughs> But I mean, it's funny. Like you said, though, stuff like that's still cool, and it's yeah. I, I and I agree. I don't, I don't think you're dogging no. on for that at all. No, like a, no, no, no. That's, that's a. But that 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 that's closer to the to the realization of because everyone I talk to is always like, yeah, fellowship is probably yeah of the three. I probably have it on bottom, and I think that might be why. Yeah, it's it's like gearing everything up, and they had to be a little more technically creative. Yeah. Because I think about it um, in the two towers. I mean, we get Merry and Pippin with Treebeard most of the time. So, I mean, like... They're sitting on a yeah green stump. And then at the... And then um, Gimli, Aragorn, and Legolas. But Gimli, like, they kind of made dwarves to where they're, like, just short, not necessarily. And it's, like, it's smart on them, too, for, like... Because one of my favorite things about that trio is that they just always fucking run everywhere like that <laughs> no, no one's gonna no one's gonna be like oh maybe we should barter with a like for a horse it's like no let's just, just let's run. look at all this land let's just go and I I, the, so smart to all, like have Gimli always like far behind because yeah you can have uh Vigo and Orlando run ahead and then like pull the camera in and have him struggle behind so you don't have to have them next to each other yeah so you don't really have to necessarily do a force exactly. perspective thing and like all the sweeping shots i mean they've just got someone down there yeah all right we're gonna put all this heavy stuff on you i just need you to run 200 yards that way <laughs> cool five times until we get the right <laughs> shots like, <"Yeah>, cool <laughs> i and my one of my favorite things that I learned, like in the behind the scenes stuff that I look for every time, is like the the prosthetics. Yeah, that he has he's yeah. allergic to. So if you look, like he's struggling. Sometimes. That that's got to be rough. But like it, it adds to it. I think I don't think it takes away. But like yeah, it's no, just it's... funny because like if you look, you're like, man, his face is swollen under there. <laughs> and that, that is hilarious. I I saw I saw a clip the other day. I don't think I'd seen before. Of um, they were they're talking about. Is it his name's Reese Davies or no mm-hmm. Reese Davies? Yeah, or am I, I thinking so. of a different Reese? I know it's something Davies. I think it's I think it is Reese though. I, I'll just call him Reese. Uh, when they were talking about like his fighting scenes and everything, like they they were like, yeah. yeah, you know, so they would have these stunt choreographers go over to Reese and be like, all right, so and he'd be like, nope, just tell me who's coming at me and I'll swing and hit him with my axe, and I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, so they just got Gimli to play Gimli. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and um, what's his, uh, um, Sean Aston? I remember hearing him. He was a so upset because like he was in really good shape, and then he had to add like sixty pounds. So he was like, yeah. People forget that like Sean Aston was kind of ripped back in the day. Yeah. Like and he he was playing tennis for some reason, and then he was like, Peter Jackson was like, no, we can't do that. You. We can't have people seeing you have to be a fat hobbit. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he was so upset because like he was really good at the sword choreography, but he couldn't be good in the movies. That's got. He's a I never thought about that's got to be devastating. <laughs> Just like coming in as an actor, like yeah. you want to be in this huge fantasy action trilogy, like yeah. it's Lord of the Rings, man. He's like, oh my god, that's great. You kind of you're going to use a frying pan <laughs> yeah. as your main weapon. <laughs> Um, no, but that I mean, 
I mean, sh- should we just should we jump into it? Yeah, or? let's jump into it. We've that's a that's a whole other episode. I thought you have a few little notes, but just so I didn't forget things. Yeah. Okay. I think what we mainly wanted to try in this part two was dissect it more as first and foremost, like you said at the top of the episode, as fans. Yeah. It's kind of like a fan service episode for you and I. But I I, I just want to kind of want to yell at all the people that are review yeah, bombing this movie. Let's start, start about doing that. We mentioned it last time, and I don't think either of us had really looked at how how bad it was, but like, are people crazy? I don't get it. Because I've seen so many, somebody, I saw a TikTok, and I, I have no idea what the podcast name was, I would or I would say it, but um guy was like, you know, given everything, I, I really think the Rings of Power is an 8 out of and 10. And the dude in front of him, like, acts like he just shot his, okay, yeah. so that guy, I was going to bring this up too, <laughs> that guy that reacted that way is like, his name's like Brian Sanderson or something. He's, a, he's supposed to be this real big, like, really good fantasy writer. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he could be. I, I've never read the guy his. who like acted like somebody just shot. His yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what I think I might know about this guy is that he did write this big fantasy book, but it was a real pretentious like. Sir, like pages were weird and like, it wasn't like a normal book. Like yeah. it was a thick book that it was. I don't know how to explain. It. I think that might be that guy, but anything I see of him, he just comes off as like. He's, he feels like he knows more than you just because yeah. he gets 800 likes on his TikToks promoting his new fantasy novels or whatever. Bro, we got 700 likes on one of our t- TikToks. Yeah, before, so, so screw you, Brian. Brandon, Brian. Yeah, I think, it, I think I it is Brian. Brian? Brain? I can write a book. Yeah. No, yeah, I've, I saw that same TikTok, and he was so appalled <laughs> yeah. that this dude, he gave Rings of Power like an eight. Yeah, which I think we gave. I th- I'm pretty sure we both gave it like somewhere in the eights. Yeah, and this guy was like, "You dis- have such a betrayal to the fantasy genre." Uh, do, do you have brain cells? Like, how could you on. give it an eight? Because I enjoyed it. How could you have enjoyed that? I, and like, I do I have to, to try to. to you, I, I it was it came across my page, man. I I, I was just like, because that what's that's what instantly like led me into like, well, yeah. I just want to look up some reviews of this show, see what people are saying. But no, it's it's kind of hard because I try to, I try to step back a little bit and like, well, the 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 greatest movie ever made of all time could come out tomorrow, and like yeah. we're in such a digital age where like we're kind of trained to like nitpick and pick out the things that like, especially if we hear that something's supposed to be good. Well, I do at least like yeah. if I know that something's supposed to be good, I'm going to know what's wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just, that's human nature now, unfortunately, I think, but I, I just don't even know where to begin. Like I, I understand. Cause even we had concerns, concerns. And like when it first came out, I was very scared that it was going to be bad. But even in our part one episode, like we mentioned things that we didn't necessarily yeah. care too much. But like, I, I I like Tolkien and I like his work. I haven't read it all. Maybe that's why I don't see the bad in the show. But like, I it, it's it's new Lord of the Rings content that really isn't bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. And I think, and we've we've touched on it before, but I really really think people need to stop with this idea that things need to be exactly how they are in the books yeah, it doesn't hate that make crap. any sense to me like if you want to read the book go read the book if you want to see 
a movie based on the book, go watch a movie based on the book and don't expect it to be line for line what happens in the book because then like there's no creativity behind it yeah it, it's <laughs> it's it's disney at that point it's yeah it's just a complete copy from the page which you, there's times when that works and then most yeah. of the time i would argue that doesn't work i, I don't want to sit down and watch something that's going to be direct word for word a book that i just read or a book that i love because i'm yeah. not I, I don't know. Even the Lord of the Rings, the movies that we everyone seems to love, depart from the book immediately. I, oh the yeah. First, up until pretty much Bilbo leaves is like almost word for word, like line for line. But then after that, kind of goes off the rails. I mean, in in terms of being right in line with the yeah. Book. And I mean, I I don't think that this might be a controversial thing to say, but like th those books are really great. But we can't say that some parts aren't super dense and i'm sorry to be that person but sometimes kind of boring you know what i mean yeah. like but that also is like that serves in the book like that's serves a purpose for a book the, that's part of the point in a movie we, you just can't have it like yeah, it just, you just you, you can't you can't have in those a book you where... you tell because you can't show yeah in a movie or a show you have to show not tell because yeah. then it's just that that's like the biggest argument is like oh if you're if I'm watching this and you're telling me and not showing me then you're doing something wrong as a writer or you're doing something wrong as a director it's like well okay then yeah but when you are showing something and not telling everything and the way that people think it should be told it's like oh you're still doing you're wrong still, you, you had to do it exactly how it played out in my mind while I read the book you have to access those memories and just create that right on the screen you gotta get the perfect actor um that can't have like too like sharp of features like that would be kind of that i would kind of turn me off from the whole thing honestly if uh if elrond um had kind of a square jaw i don't know it that's so dumb P yeah i where do, where do you where where would you like to like start as far as like getting into the nitty-gritty things um i don't know I, because there's so much that we can talk about because like we've already you've already mentioned hatred for some of the acting choices or whatever we can we've kind of like gleamed over like writing and stuff where do you yeah. want to start I, i'm gonna start at the very top and that's like people who hate on actors just for that's, playing a part like it's a fine part for me like i don't get um it goes back to this like Elrond does not look how I thought he would look, so I'm upset. I'm not going to even look at the performance because he does not look a certain way. How, how many years is this set before? See, I, I don't know because they've got it. Like, that's that's one thing. Like, they've really messed with the timeline, so I have no idea how. Do you know why? Yeah, because they couldn't get the Silmarillion rights. So, like, yeah, they. Amazon only has they only bought the rights to the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. So they contractually really can't dive yeah, in. They can't do they the can't. things the way that they should happen. Quote unquote. It's under contract. Like they're yeah. not they're not changing it up to be like, oh well, you know, so and so actually never existed. Like yeah. they're trying their best to make it to yeah. where because all they have are the appendices, right? Like pretty much. <laughs> I mean pretty much and I, I just I, I can't think I just cannot imagine that if if Rings of Power came out and it was set exactly to um, the Silmarillion or like it, it would people would say oh it's a boring show now it would be ten times more boring man yeah Cause like think because the um, 
the things that are happening like in the show are supposed to be like thousands of years apart at the time that they're happening. Like, yeah. You can't. You just couldn't do it. Like you could focus on like one specific thing and maybe it would be cool. I mean, I, I think it would be cool. I would, I would definitely watch it. Cause, but like you couldn't have like all these big events that people want, by the way, like yeah, they wanted, yeah. like we got to see this and we got to see this and we got to see this without like either severely like crunching up the timeline or doing another set of trilogies. Yeah. Honestly, like it's, I just think people have decided to be too nitpicky about this show in particular. And I, I hate to be that because I, I, I really want to try to like stray away of like, because I mean, it's 2022. We need to, we need to stop being babies about people of color and like women playing roles. Don't like, even get me started. I, I saw this the one. The Galadriel hate. Yeah, the Galadriel hate. We'll talk about that real quick because this kind of leads into it. I saw this. I, I watched. I told Will I watched a bunch of Rings of Power reviews like on YouTube and stuff because I wanted to see what people like. How particularly I wanted to watch reviews that were like saying how bad of a show it was because I wanted to see. Yeah, like what people really did hate about it, and I saw one where this guy was talking about how the the, the writers just don't know anything. Like Tolkien originally wrote this with white people in the forefront because he was he was talking about um, like European aristocracy, yeah. or you know, and I'm like. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. I guess it's good that Tolkien isn't fucking writing the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on. I'm sorry that the original trilogy came out at a time in Hollywood where, like, it wasn't as questioned as much that every freaking person in a movie is white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, plus, are you just saying that black people didn't exist? I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that they weren't like that. You know, like it. It's just. It's these arguments for why the show is so bad that just do really don't feel like they relate to the show at all. People are like, I feel like grasping at straws to really punch in how yeah. bad of a show they think this is. Yeah. But I, I saw that about like, you know, European. What I'm, just, what, what does it matter that it, this isn't European? You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. this is a fantasy it's land. A why should it matter world. in the first place? But yeah, the the Galadriel hate. People are saying that she is a horrible actress. I saw Just one that, that said her facial twitches throughout the show were inconsistent. And that was a, that was a strong enough point that, for that person to put it in their video as why that show is bad. That's just... Her facial tics throughout... What was it? Seven, eight episodes? Was it? Yeah, eight, eight, eight. Her facial tics throughout eight episodes were not consistent. That, that's when I like had to shut some of them off. I was like, well, I can't take any more of this. This is this is ridiculous. Like, part I, I'm gonna admit this because like part of it is like, I can catch myself doing stupid stuff like that. Like, just because we've been, you know, I think we've both been raised in this Southern culture yeah. where like we hear stuff like that for like a really long time in our lives, and like it kind of oozes its way into our brain. Yeah, and then like I'll, I'll kind of. I'll think like a thought like that. I'm like, no, what am I thinking? And like, I don't see how these other people don't like have that same thought process of like the self-awareness of, yeah. wait a minute, what I just said was kind of stupid. Yeah, this <laughs> makes no sense. This was a product of my upbringing and not exactly the person that I am today. Oh no. It's ridiculous. Like, I swear. Like people were, people are calling her bland and like kind of emotionless. But here's my argument. 
She kind of Gal- that way. Isn't she not kind of bland in the movies? <laughs> yeah. She's supposed to be a very kind of like standoffish, otherworldly figure of like, she's not going to sit there and like have a chat with you over mm-hmm. the weather or whatever. And she's also like, you You mentioned this in the last episode about Elrond, and I hadn't thought about it, and I really agree. Like, you said that Elrond is the way that he is in the show. The way that he is now, like, eventually turns him into the Elrond yeah. we see in the movies. And I think it's the same thing. It's the same with any character yeah. in any prequel show, if they have any sort of, like, sustenance in the yeah. in the major body of work yeah. or whatever. But, like... Of course they're going to be different. Yeah. They're younger. Yeah. They're different people. They're literally 3,000 years younger. <laughs> I don't, I, I, don't. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like the more the more you talk about it, it just it kind I made a note all of those videos I watched almost seemed like a parody of review bombs. Yeah. You know what I mean cuz like yeah. the the way the facial twitch thing, I was like, this has to be satire. Yeah. But I don't think that it is, unless people are like one-upping my yeah. knowledge of satire and they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to put out this yeah, video and like, like see if people can suss out if I'm being serious or not. But all of them are relatively the same. It, they they feel so satirical. That's how silly their arguments sound, I think. It's just crazy. That's... the. Uh, and I'll say that because this is kind of about Galadriel too. The one instance where I thought, oh, this person might have found something that actually makes sense. They were talking about when Galadriel first gets to Numenor, right? Mm-hmm. She kind of she doesn't want to be there, right? Yeah. Like she she's kind of like, why am I, I just take me? I don't want to be here. Yeah. Well, the 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 main like higher ups at Numenor are are like, well, you know, like. Yeah, she's an elf. She's the only elf here, but like yeah. it's one like she's not gonna do anything. And like Galadriel also wants to go home. They're like, yeah, she's not really a threat right now. And then not a, a few scenes later, that dude with I can't remember his name, but he's got the beautiful gray hair. Like he's yeah, in a Pantene yeah, yeah. commercial. That guy is just up here talking about how like and while Numenor will be a, a land of men, and while I'm here, like not a single elf will blah blah blah. And the and the guy was trying to make the argument of like, well, this writing sucks because she gets here, she doesn't want to be here, they don't really want her to be there either, but they're like, well, she's not a threat. So why is this guy all of a sudden up in arms about like? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I think it that person just missed the point. Yeah. Galadriel doesn't want to be there. No one else. It, it's kind of like an indifference. Like yeah. it's like yeah, it's weird that there's an elf here. Because there hasn't been forever, <laughs> but like, she's not a threat. Like the elves aren't gonna. And then like, cuts to these elves are gonna come take our jobs. Yeah, and yeah. I will not stand unless you know, blah blah blah. And this dude's like, oh yeah, well that just doesn't make sense. They're just making uh, conflict out of nothing. I'm like, well no, I think that's exactly the that's point. The point. And like, it, it's it's she's there as an elf. She, yeah, she doesn't want to be there. Because she's an elf, she knows everyone doesn't want her to be there. Yeah. So that makes sense. And I, it's it's the starting the conflict out of nothing that is the conflict. Yeah. And I just think that went over everybody's head. Yeah. And like that that was I thought that that was personally like a cool series of scenes. Yeah. Because um, I know that like Game of Thrones is like a bunch of politics. Like that's like the mm-hmm. whole like mm-hmm. idea. But like you get a really cool like 
like political, this Greek style of yeah, like political standing on the podium yeah. talking to your people yeah like, he's like he's just posturing for political gain like it's that's all that's the entire point like he needs oh but no if there's that's too woke will no that that's just too woke i, I don't get it because i mean it is there was no there was no political uh commentary in those first movies especially yeah. with the uh the eco talk with the the tree ants <laughs> about you know getting yeah. chopped down and burned you know like yeah. That's not woke. That's just cool battle yeah. stuff. We've never we've never made a statement like, you know, out that, that was meant to be applied outside of the movie no, no, or no, show no, no. ever. For sure not. Because that, that's uh, other arguments I've seen is uh, this show is too woke. People, the word woke has... I hate the word, word I woke. do too. I do too. It's like... I, I mean, it's it's all the the people who are like anti woke. Like, it's like this is all they do. Like they take these people who can be kind of extreme and like these like really really taking like political correctness a little bit too far i mean i think we <laughs> have you like, have you speaking of have you seen so they they done that new santa the, the santa clauses oh on yeah, disney yeah. plus first of all took me way out of left field the fact that disney would fucking get tim I, allen to come yeah. back from this. <laughs> i Listen, was surprised by that too tim allen voice of my childhood man buzz lightyear is yeah. great and uh i loved home improvement growing up that show was hilarious uh he he said some off the wall things uh and i'm pretty sure he's had a line in the santa claus show about like oh, it's, uh, times are strange people don't want me to say merry christmas anymore i'm just like Fuck. oh my gosh you know Shoot what i mean me, but there please. there's a scene circulating the internet of that scene where the elves are like welcoming santa back and they all have these little placards with letters on them. And they're supposed to, like, stand beside each other, yeah. spell, I love Santa. Or, like, I missed you, Santa, or whatever. Yeah. But the people spelling Santa are, like, misplaced. So it just it literally says, like, I love you, Satan, or something like that. <laughs> and people are like, I, that's it. They're putting it right in our faces. These they, They're putting it right in our faces and making it a joke to us. I cannot. Oh, no. And I'm just like, no, actually... <laughs> I bet you anything that writer's room was like, wouldn't it be funny if we pissed off all these weird motherfuckers and said, yeah. I put, I love Satan on this just to see what would happen. God. I guarantee you that's, that's yeah. what happened. You know, Can't. and it's people, it's people like that that don't make well, isn't it stuff like this fun sometimes. Kind of funny that all of the anti-woke movies are all terrible. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I, can, I can, I don't know if I can name what, I don't know one. I know I that there know was one. a horror movie on Paramount Plus called They Slash Them. And I, th I think it was like a horror movie about kids getting, I say kids, I'm like young adults, I guess, yeah. getting sent off to like conversion therapy camps or something. Yeah. And it's like takes an evil twist. I'm just like, wow. Well, isn't that kind of like woke though? Like I, I, think, I think that movie particularly is supposed to be kind of woke because it's yeah. like, it's, it's antagonizing the... I guess people who don't want to use pronouns correctly. I I, I don't yeah, know. And that's but like it's like I said, it just it makes sometimes it makes this stuff not fun because you you can have a sound argument to someone, but if they if they're like have that anti woke mentality, whatever. Did the a wrong deer have to be black though? That's all I'm saying. It, 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 would it be different if a white person played him? I you know that's all I'm. God. It's so stupid, and I, because I I've been seeing people like oh there there's too many there's too many men. 
why weren't people there's so many men in this show why didn't they make everyone a woman I'm like, well, I don't think I don't know that the, I don't think it. the advocacy of like having women play every role. I don't think that's what people want. I think yeah. it's just the fact that they want equal representation in a role that could be played by a woman. Why not have a woman like you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a I wonder. I, I do they should have gender swapped Galadriel for this one. I think I should have been a guy. Uh, Rings of Power passes. Uh, do you know that test that's like? Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like supposed to like kind of test like if a movie is. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of uh, arbitrary, but it's mm -hmm. like if there are two women in the movie and they talk to each other, how long do they talk to each other? And is it about a man? <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never heard yeah. of this. I, I'm kind of butchering it a little bit. I, I'd have to, I'll have to show you, like, I'll look it up and show you after we get done. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's actually a pretty interesting test. And I don't think the original Lord of the Rings passes it because, like, none of the female characters. Oh, my God. Ever have. To screen time just alone where they're not and I had I think just alone where they're not arguing over yeah who loves Eric or more <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh wow that's horrible yeah. I never thought about that <clears throat> holy crap I, it's like I'm not saying it's like you know if it if a movie fails it is bad but it's like it's an interesting thing to look at and I like my my best example for something like that because i i consider myself a feminist yeah me too I, you, know, you know what i mean like i why not why not why not consider yourself <laughs> feminist I, I just don't understand I, people are stupid but my but the best example i can think of out of something like that is that in game scene where all of the female superheroes get to share screen time for a split second before they do their thing right yeah. so like that is such a that's a cool scene to me like I, I'll, I'll always admit this I've had I've had friends of mine laugh at me for admitting this uh, but that scene brought a tear to my eye when they like done the little like set up and they started beating people's asses like yeah. I was like man this is the first time that a, a young girl could be sitting here watching this and see all of these like strong female characters together putting an ass whooping on some aliens I'm like that's a cool that yeah that is a cool, cool. scene the 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 little one-liners leading up to that i can't remember it but i think it's something like you can't take me on alone and like all the girls come in and they're like she's not alone but there they there's like this and it like that it, it's a it's a cool line at the beginning but the more i think about it, i'm like what why not just let that happen like yeah you, you don't have to have this like a corny little like oh look look we did it we put women together in the superhero movie yeah like you know it's it's a, just do that yeah but like there there are a lot of movies that don't even go that far yeah. like like that i think in game could probably pass that test i don't think they always talk about other guys or whatever but like yeah i'll have to look it, it's it feels like the more we progress there's always a little thing like still kind of holding us back yeah and like the 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 little one liner like she's not alone like that it's cool yeah. but at the same time like did it need let it, yeah just just let it happen you don't have to which because you know when stuff like that happens that draws the anti woke they're like you see they they said it they said it but you know it's it's like it's just that just goes way. to show you how often media did not portray things they probably should have been portraying yeah right we've gone up and I feel like up until like twenty sorry y'all. Probably up until 2016, uh, <laughs> there there was that's been an argument since then because like, oh, 
we've decided that you know what hollywood has been one of the longest running like media production outlets of all time like as long as there's been a motion picture camera there's been movies you know what yeah. i mean it, it sucks that it had to start this late to have like yeah. better representation and everything but like it just like it, it's it's befuddling to me how yeah. people find a problem with that yeah and i think that i'll say this i think there are some people who are like kind of genuinely on the fence about the whole thing mm -hmm. and i i kind of get it uh, to some extent but I, I would like to say this it's not necessarily about saying like oh these women should be doing this in the film or like there should be this many women this many you know mm. black people whatever race it's it's about like looking at what has been created and being like oh well maybe there could have been a you know why did this have to be played by a white person exactly you know or even like why was this role played by a black person if you look at like some of the stereotypes that yeah, were like perpetuated yeah. did this really need to be a, a black character kind of thing like what are what are we really saying that's that, yeah that's a really good point like, because it's we're just saying examine it not that everything has to be changed yeah and that's that's all it takes and that's where people i think get strung up because no one wants to examine something think about something you know what yeah. i mean like we're in a no one wants no one has time to do that but no that that's a good point like people would probably argue oh black people have been in movies blah 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 like yeah they have but let, let's yeah. go back and look at some of the roles we had them play like in the early 90s 2000s 2010s yeah. like you can't have you can't put a black person in your movie just to be the token black character you know what i yeah. mean like that's that's not good <laughs> and that's and that's all that's all i'm asking is for people to examine stuff like that and yeah. and realize oh yeah you know what that's probably not good I, yeah. I don't think we should do that anymore yeah that it seems like that would be easy yeah. enough but no and people again, are still not gonna... even to say that some of those movies are bad that's just saying let's take a look at like what we've done exactly be like exactly. okay you know what this is you know a pretty good movie but why did this have to be this way why why did we maybe we shouldn't have done that and in the future we can change and do things a better equal more diverse way it, it yeah, just yeah. like there's no i don't get it I don't yeah, yeah i i really don't get it either i don't know but but i speaking of i i, I told you before we started this episode that uh one of those videos i watched called season one of rings of power the most treasonous oh, season yeah, yeah, of television yeah. history why <laughs> like, yeah, you know why? what i mean I that's the big question but like Rings of Power, I think, even if you didn't know anything about Lord of the Rings, like, I feel like you could step into that show and have a really good time watching it. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a bad show. And even if, because, what what have you read about the writing, per se? Like, what are the main things people are talking about about the writing? Usually nonsense, usually stuff that I don't think your average viewer would even pick up on anyways, but like... So over-analytical. Yeah. That's exactly everything... Everything I've watched where they talked about the writing has been this over-analytical, just, oh, well, uh, that that metaphor didn't make sense. Yeah. Well, he said this one line earlier in the, you know, three episodes ago, and now he's saying this. I don't think, uh, it's just not yeah, in line change. with his character. It's just, things uh, don't change at all. You just can't do it. Um, it's so slow. Why, why would they, they don't have to tell us that. I, Maybe they wouldn't if like the average audience member wasn't. Well, I, I'll I'll say this too. I wonder how much of a difference it makes that that where this is like the first television show of it. Yeah. Like, do you think people don't realize 
or at least a majority yeah. of people don't realize how storytelling is done in a show versus a movie. Yeah, because it that, that it's, plays it's a part feels sure. similar in a lot of ways, but at the same time, writing for a show writing for a show is way different than writing for a for a yeah. movie. And I, I wonder if people realize because like it, it, it's slated to have what five seasons? I think four so. or five seasons. I think so. You can't have everything happen in the first season. Yeah, you you and I, I saw people arguing that the big twist and the big reveals were not done well. And if I want to give them something, like, I didn't pick up on it at first, but, like, I think if I rewatched it, I would be able to really find them hinting at, you know, the big twists and everything. But at the same time, you had had called it, and when when you told me about it, it wasn't one of those, like... Oh yeah, duh. Why didn't I see that? It was oh my god. That's actually yeah. that's a good theory. I, I'm excited to see if that plays out. Yeah, and it did. Am I am I just that m- much of an inept human that I just didn't see it coming? No, I don't think so. No. Plus, like, even if like it was so heavy handed that he was that I don't, well, I don't know why we're trying to protect him. Yeah, like, that Halron was uh, is Sauron. Like, even if it was so heavy handed, and you could see it right there. That's like. Have you never heard of dramatic irony before? Like we know, and the characters don't. That's the whole freaking point. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I maybe we are just delving away from wanting like actual drama. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I don't mean drama like, uh, like a like genre. I just mean like drama as in performance. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Maybe we're all just desensitized to the Marvel machine. Like you don't really have to think a lot in those movies. Like those movies have commentary on things, especially like all these newer ones and everything. Yeah. But like you don't really have to think about those movies. You know, you can make inferences and like you can you can expound on themes and everything after the fact. But like when I when I go watch a Marvel movie, I turn my brain off. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm there for like watch, watch the for, yeah for the cool references I might get like for some cool scenes maybe like after the fact I might think be like oh that was that was pretty cool but like you can you can turn your mind off and watch those movies and still be entertained. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are just doing that with everything now. Yeah, because it, it's it's hard to it's like there, there's a guy I follow on TikTok right who um. He he posted his like top, his top five worst movies of twenty twenty two, and there were some on there that I'd heard of that I didn't hear. Good, but he had Nope on his list for top five worst movies, right? And and that put me in the mindset of like because I was already looking for stuff for this episode, so yeah. that already put me in the mindset of like, why what do why is it that people take something that like is relatively received well and like yeah like a movie like Nope? I thought Nope was a great movie. Yeah. There's no way it would come close to a bottom tier list yeah. of worst movies of the year. There's got to be way more worse movies than Nope that could have. And I, I just w- I want to. He didn't say why, but I think he does a podcast um, and where he talks about it. I'd like to catch that episode and see why he thinks it was bad because yeah. like it it's stuff like that that doesn't make sense. And I wonder if because he he's kind of a smart guy too. Like he doesn't come yeah. off as one of those guys that turns his mind off to watch things like. He was wearing a um, seventh uh, Ingmar Bergman seventh uh, Seal T-shirt, and they're like, he looks like he would be a pretty like yeah big film guy. But I'm just like, man, I might not know 
super like subversive movies like from way back in the like these older supposedly like god tier movies i might not dive into that as much as i should but like i still think i'm confident if that yeah. i could tell you a good movie versus a bad movie and I, I i just don't think that nope was a bad movie and i don't think the show is a bad show and it it kills me to see people lump it in there but just yeah. because it's different i guess because like nope was different than all of his other movies it yeah all three of his movies were different from each other, but like the first two are a, a little more horror centric. I would say Nope yeah. was too, but Nope like it kind of had a sprawling. Yeah, they're on that really, farm and you're you're yeah. really open. And his other movies, you're closed down to like houses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a house in a neighborhood or whatever. So like yeah, it was a little bit different in that sense. It was a different alien movie, yeah. different from any other thing you see. But like, I mean, I, I thought that movie commented on what it wanted to really well. I thought it was really good visually, yeah. acted really well. And I think that Rings of Power talks about what it needs to talk about in the yep. first season. I think that it has acted pretty well. I think so. I don't. I can't think of really any performances that were too bad. I think Isildur might have a few lines where he's a little hammy, but he's a young guy. Yeah. So, like, I expect him to get better as the show goes on. And I think the the visuals of Rings of Power, because I saw people argue that like the visual argument pisses me off because it's so it looks amazing. So what arguments visually have you heard? Just people like uh, they talked about the elves, like the actual like place not mm -hmm. looking right. I don't know exactly what the, the argument was, but it was just like that it didn't look right. I was like, I thought it looked perfect. I thought like it looked kind of otherworldly, but just very elegant. It and, looked like, elvish to me. Yeah, it looked. You know what I mean? And so what? It's three thousand years from what you've seen the elves be depicted at, mm -hmm. regardless. So like maybe the elves it's a are in different a, this time. They're in a different situation. Yeah, it's in a different era of elfhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it doesn't make a lot of the ones I've been seeing are like the show will take you on a journey, uh, talking about like it'll it'll go over these sweeping landscapes and use the map, like the Middle Earth map, to yeah. show you all these things instead of having them the the argument was pretty much it'll it will show you how expansive this world is through like the map and the overhead shots and everything but when you finally get there characters just teleport to wherever they're going and you're you get only get a small glimpse of whatever i'm like we've had first of all the entrance into numenor was probably one of my favorite because like that that was cool yeah. that shit was cool the then leading into the creation pretty much of Mordor, yeah. I thought was really, really cool. Huge too. Like that's Yeah. I mean, come on. Even the mines, like you can't be expansive in a mine. Yeah. Every shot in a mine has to be the fellowship running from goblins yeah. out of that first you know what I mean? Like yeah. it can't all be that way. Like the that that was an abandoned mine. Yeah. Like we're in a mine full of doors now. It's gonna be a little homelier. Yeah. You're gonna get to see like the rooms. rooms. You know, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> You, how can you argue about that? I, we don't get to see them run for miles across the screen to get where they're... Oh, can can know, I talk I, about Fellowship for a second? Yeah, absolutely. I um, we, we talked about Bear did a great job with the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we talked about how Howard Shore didn't really make anything too epic as far, and, that, and that it really worked because that's like kind of the whole point. Mm -hmm. One really epic track. In Fellowship? Yeah is when they're running in the mines of moria and it might be my favorite song of the entire trilogy I, can i hear it in my head right now um it's i i'm sorry for anyone listening i'm about to sing badly but um oh there's so words to it there, yeah there's words it's it's right 
when they like see like the the um the flame like like the glow of the balrog oh, coming yeah. through the big halls and then you get like this really brassy like dun 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 and then you hear like the the it's it's got to be like a all bass clef choir choir it's like jula jula and then like, oh, as they're yeah. running balrog something like that. yeah so like, balrog <laughs> I, I i looked up the lyrics like what they actually meant and pretty like it's like talking like the the demon comes and stuff like that and like I, I guess elvish but like that is one of the most epic tracks and it only works because the balrog is you know i'll watch that scene when i get home this evening and and listen to that my favorite part is when the um the staircase breaks and it's like oh and it, yeah they they the the instruments drop out and it's just the choir one of the best like lining up of like music and um uh visuals yeah. ever but um that might be my next watch through of the trilogy is just focus on the music yeah see, see what the music is uh, focus on the sound design every time i watch it i'm sure you do the same thing i try to i try to at least to focus yeah. on something new to try to yeah. catch something because i feel like you can I, i've been focusing on the sound design the the part where i, I know i'm like off in the tangent again we'll have to make an episode on the lord of the rings but like when bilbo drops the ring and it hits the ground the sound for the ring hitting the ground is so heavy and like perfect it's that a heavy it's, bird it's just it's a heavy I, bird i, I can't i can't I, I fell in love with that sound effect i, I honestly would kind of love to get into scoring and doing the set because I, I mean yeah but, that can make or break that can make yeah. or break a film but to to kind of pull it back to the the only thing that i kind of felt was off visually and i think it's just because we didn't have really a sense of scale was the the hobbits I think it was, yeah. Because even difficult at times, even with, can we call him Gandalf now? I kind of want to yeah, call him I, Gandalf the Stranger. The stranger. Uh, even with him, like you see, that's the only sense of scale you ever. Really, yeah, but really also get. like you see him and you're like, I know the Harfoots are short, but like, is he also just like super tall? Because he's a yeah. big dude. And I, I, I would say the Harfoots for me are also probably the weakest the part weakest of the part, show. Yeah, yeah, and for I, sure, for sure. and I will say, a lot of the things I watched did talk about how. Um, it, they kind of everyone kind of agrees that the Harfoot arc is just kind of there. Yeah, I think if you want to talk about the show struggling to to tell, like to to show and not tell, is, is the Harfoot the stuff. They, yeah, they, 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 there's a lot of telling going on. But I mean, at the same time, I'm not I, I, yeah, terrible, at the, just... like I was probably the most bored with the Harfoot stuff just because I'm. I, I, Two Towers is my favorite, and, and I love Return of the King. My least favorite parts of those movies, for a majority, probably for a majority of Return of the King, I, I like the stuff in Two Towers, but like, I love Sam and Bilbo, Sam and Bilbo, Sam and Frodo to death, but sometimes when it's just them, it, I'm, I'm, I'm like, get on with it, you know? It, but that might be sucks. because I've seen it as well yeah. to, uh, so many times too, so I'm just like, yeah, no, I know, I know. I want to watch Legolas <laughs> take down an elephant. You know what I mean? Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I know, ring sucks, Frodo. Let's let's get back to our friends like, here. Stop <laughs> crying. Just listen to Sam. Let's go. <laughs> Sam knows Gollum's a freaking jerk. Just listen to him. Who are you going to trust? Man. The guy who tried to kill your uncle or your best friend years ago? <laughs> or your best friend? I don't know. I'm so. He seems so tortured. I just, yeah. I just. Sounds pity, like pity share stays. the load, man. Let me carry the ring. I want to go home. <laughs> I can do this. Uh, yeah, and I love how like 
Just every single time Sam's like, when we get home, we're not going home, Sam. Yeah, I know. We're going to fucking die. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see my... F- <laughs> if we ever get to Sam... Seth's like, oh. The, the, the only a, nice thing a, he says is at the end of the fellowship when he's like, I'm glad you're here, Sam. Yes. I, or else so I, I don't have, have anyone <laughs> to tell how bad it is. Glad you're here, Sam. Otherwise, I'd probably be dead. You just nearly drowned yourself to help me. Good thing I stuck my hand in the water. To yeah, save yeah, yeah. You. Like, you didn't die then, but we surely will die later. God. But, um,. Uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, back to the Harfoots. I did see, it might have been the same guy that was talking about freaking Tolkien was showing the white European uh, whatever, but he also said that uh didn't like the Harfoots because even though they are the ancestors of hobbits, they're so, uh, they're so filthy. They're so like nomadic. They don't like, the legitimate argument was that they were too dirty. But, Has but, he but, read the book? Because Hobbits, right? Bilbo, especially, and like, is is all about prim and proper, keeping his dress. You know, like being a little bit lazy. But they're kind of they're farmers. They're well kept. They're not nomadic hobos or whatever. Yeah. And this guy literally called them nomadic hobos. The dirt, dirty nomadic hobos. Not my words, his okay. words. Maybe I, I just started the fellowship. I mean, I'm a decent way in, mm-hmm. and I I stuck it out to read like the beginning. The, uh, you don't really have to read like the yeah like the history. interlude thingy yeah like I was like I'm gonna stick thing. through it and I'm like I'm gonna read it you know yeah. like and I I didn't enjoy it I'm not, I'm I'm gonna say this much but you it's know what dense I, busy work yeah you know what I got from it before the hobbits got to the Shire they were a nomadic people and they split up into three different groups the Harfoots the something and the something else. And I only remember the Harfoots because I was like, hey, that's in the ring's power. <laughs> I just like that's another one of those things where I'm like, wow, you really are grasping at straws. You're trying to like, well, at that the, point, you just these like, dirty characters are too dirty. Me no like. They're nomadic. You know, I, that, that's I, my I favorite part of them, too, by the way, yeah. is like when they're first introduced and like they're like, watch out for because I didn't know what a Harfoot was when I first. Yeah. But that first episode, they're like, I hear there's Harfoots about watch out or whatever. And like the little old man pops up with like the grass hat on. I was like, yeah. I was like oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And like then with the caravan and everything, that whole setup about yeah, the the Harfoots that are kind of old and like get left behind by the caravan, just kind of get left behind by the. I'm like, wow, that's they are a, a happy yeah. people. They do love each other, but like that's and they know they gotta get moving. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that that that's probably what I think is the coolest aspect about the Harfoots, yeah. honestly. Um, Which I, I wonder if we'll get more of. Because Nori has split off since the last episode, right? She's with the yeah. stranger now. I wonder if we'll get more of her best friend and and all them. I got to assume, because I do kind of get the argument a little bit, because, like, if you look at the timeline, like, they were pretty... They, they should have already been settled by, yeah. by this point. But I, I'm assuming but that's people, just a setup so we get to, to see, see them the do Shire. It? Yeah. No, this is what I don't... Like, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see the rest of these Harfoots finally set. Because listen, they're they're a group of of characters who are always on the move. Always, they're very skittish. Yeah. They they feel like they always have to be on the move to be safe. Yeah. So what better way than to have that group of characters who have the probably the most heart of all? I mean, yeah. that's the Lord of the Rings tells you the Hobbits. 
you, you no man bows to you. Come on, yeah. you, you guys saved the world. Yeah, <laughs> like they they what better way to show this nomadic group of people always on the run because they're scared. Settle down Settle and down. make a place like the Shire yeah. and never want to leave it. And never want to leave it. Like, yeah. That to me, that, that's, that's that's poetic. Yeah, that's going to be cool. And, and to the see. fact that people are pissed off that that's probably, people will be pissed off that that happens. If and yeah. when that happens, people will be pissed off about it. And that pisses me off. Yeah, because like, yeah, like people like, see, especially when they point out something like, this should, this, uh, they should be in a different place now. Like, well, don't you get it? You're going to see them get to that yeah. place. Won't that be kind of cool? Even no. if it's a little inconsistent with, you know, maybe how things could happen or should happen. I, you know, I, I want there to be 1,000 actual years before we see this stuff happen. <laughs> I or else I'm to, out. I'm out. I want to have to watch 1,000 years of television to figure it, out what happens. Well, see, it really feels like some people, at least, it feels like that's really what they want, which just is insane to me because I, I have a hard time start like a show that's been out that has a few seasons already and people are like, oh, you need to start that. So I have a hard time doing it because I'm like, oh, like 20 some episodes. How long are they again? Like, oh, yeah. gosh. But I, I'm fine with the time jumps and the cuts that they have to make in the show, because ultimately, I think it's going to make us watch things and see things that we probably didn't know we wanted to see. Yeah. And to see things that we did want to see, like the I want to see the Shire get yeah. founded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm super curious to see what they're gonna do with Nori and the stranger. I, I don't know that. Like, I, yeah, are people gonna be pissed when like he starts to become more Gandalf like? Yeah. I'm not even sure that I enjoy like that part of the show specifically. It's still like, weird to me. Much. Yeah, I, I'm. But here's the thing: I'm open to seeing where they take it. It's new Lord of the Rings content that is good. Yeah, I, I, I would say I think that. So far, that that first season I think is better than the. Is it better? I haven't seen the Hobbit movies in a long time, but I think it's at least better than Battle of Five Armies. Yeah, I don't remember I, shit from that movie. I think. Um, I think we'll. Plus, like, even if like the Harfoot storyline, like, if they never really get it right, you've got like the two other storylines that are. And I think really the, interesting. I was about to say I think the other two are very interesting. I. It sucks that people are kind of pissy about Arendir because he's black, but I think he's he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I think he's a cool elf. His armor is cool. The fact that he's yeah. like that armor man is is really cool. But the fact that like we kind of get the the story of of you know him the forbidden love you know with yeah. the human or with like Bronwyn I think is a strong female character, and I don't think she has been put there. She hasn't been presented as like. Oh, this is a strong female. She has proved that she's yeah, a strong yeah, female she's character. Been like really well written as like a female I, character. I think so. Yeah. I really do. And I, I, I just I just don't understand why people I, I didn't like her fake out death. Yeah, I'm about yeah. it. I, I kinda I, I get annoyed with stuff like that sometimes. I'm like, um, just kill her <laughs> or not. Like Yeah, because be. I I think you can do you can do those the wrong way and you can do them the right way. Yeah, I, I, that that's one part of the show I didn't didn't really care for. It did, but it's also like, yeah, but you you it don't, resolved itself within a second exactly, and, and you, you don't have to make a fifteen minute YouTube video about how that ruined the show for you. Yeah, because one of them I watched was about that scene of the guy of being like, uh, <laughs> and as long as I'm here, no elf hand shall whatever like yeah that particular scene 
for this guy on YouTube was the scene that made him stop watching because I guess it was too woke. I don't know. Okay, well, yeah. That that being said, I think we've made our point. The the show is is good. Yeah, don't what and like everyone also agrees that the show has gotten review bombed. Even the people giving it yeah. bad reviews are like, yeah, this show is getting review bombed bad. I'm like, so you're just gonna add to it because yeah. the Harfoots are too dirty. They live in the wilderness with no shoes and they're dirty. Come on. Yeah. What 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 are what are your favorite moments from the show? The moment the two moments that I remember getting like literal like chills and it it, it made me kind of like get up cuz I think we we didn't watch it in the living room so like I was just kind of like laying on the bed watching and then like it was one of those that like made me stand up cuz sometimes when a scene gets yeah. good and I know it's, yeah. I I stand I want to be a part of it. The first was after the volcanic explosion and the the camera's panning up and I'm like this looks like an establishing shot and I got up and I started like hitting Jordan's I was like that's that's Mount Doom I was like this this is this <laughs> yeah. is Mordor Mordor shows up fades in text and I got I got chills I was like oh my god that is so freaking cool because yeah. like that's that's the main goal of the first three movies is yeah. to get to there and we yeah. just watched it happen yeah. And then the, the the second one was when at at the end in that last episode when the stranger says, "What what what is his? It's it is kind of a corny line. Is it? I am good. I am good. And like you see the moths or what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit, it's Gandalf! <laughs> and I was just like, oh my, because yeah. right at that moment I was like, yeah, his his clothes do look like his like rags, his like wizard yeah. rags. I was like, ah. But I those two I love a good. Because I think those two end each episode, right? The end, the Mordor, and yes. I think is the end of that episode. And like you get a little bit more after the yeah. "I am good," but like that's at the end of that episode. Yeah. And I love big things like that to end off an episode. I, yeah. I, but the the number one for blood, I think, was the Mordor thing. To be completely honest, I love that. Which is really funny because a lot of people took uh, took issue with that. They were like, "Did you really need to say it was Mordor?" I was like. Isn't that kind of like, I feel like the kind of the feel of the show is like kind of like a history book kind of feel. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's because you just took a picture out of a history book and the history book says Mordor. Yeah. If they didn't have the word Mordor come across screen at that point, people would still be pissed that. Whoa, whoa. Is it? Is, is it? Mordor? I guess that's we, just, we, I, people would be know. like, and then the volcano erupts and then I guess it's just Mordor. Uh, what the hell? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, that. For me, the the text fading in on the screen was what gave me the chills because I was like, "Wow, yeah, we're here. Th this is it! Like, yeah. holy crap!" What about you? Uh, There's several moments. Um, the first, I'm, I'm going to try and do them like chronologically in mm -hmm. the show. Um, I think this is the way that it goes. The first is. The scene where the miners die, and you get—I'm um, mm. sorry, I can't remember her name. Duran's wife. Um, she is singing, and apparently, from what I understand, she actually sang that. She got uh, pipes. Yeah, I think I, I might be wrong. And if if there was a singer who, who did that, then like obviously all the that—that's wonderful. But she still acted the hell out of it. Oh, she she a uh, great character, by the way. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but that whole kind of sequence of of shots, and then whenever she, you get the shot with her singing, when you real like, cause you don't realize that it's actually a part of 
yeah. what's going on and not just a background kind of track. Whenever you see that it's her singing, it really kind of adds to that impact. And like her voice is resonating on all the gems and the rocks yeah. and stones and everything's like kind of vibrating a little bit. Very, very good scene. And then my next favorite scene would be just after this, I think. But it's when Duran and Duran are talking. Oh yeah, yeah. And we get the the. I think one of the bit like most well executed. Maybe maybe if it if it's a bit heavy handed, it might be metaphors where Disa, Disa, okay. yeah. Disa. But where um, uh, the older Duran is talking about how the dwarves are fire and rock and like they he just goes on and on about this but then like if you kind of watch the conversation the younger <laughs> Duran is fire and older Duran is rock and it's just it's a it's a really cool interaction between them and it's just really good acting because the it, it is kind of like dude that plays the younger Duran is really cool he's a really cool dwarf actor yeah. he's a, meaning <laughs> he, he's playing a, a dwarf or whatever but because I feel like it's hard to you, you have Gimli because Gimli was really like the first one especially mm-hmm. in the movies at least to like play off of and I like I like the dwarves in The Hobbit or whatever but the guy that plays Dorn feels like he could have been a dwarf like in the Lord of the Rings movies and fit in just fine like yeah. he seems real cool yeah I I like anything to do with the, the dwarves in, in the Rings of Power they really did a good job at, as as far as that goes um, and then after that I really liked the scene between I, I guess it's between three of them, like between Galadriel and Adar in the barn as they're like kind of bouncing off oh, each other. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're not so different than I am kind of thing. Where she's talking about... Uh, or, yeah. Is that is that when she's she said, I, I've heard stories of elves being taken and like forever yeah. changed or whatever. And he's like into like orcs. And he's like, Uruk. We like to be called Uruk. Yeah that seems cool and then like she gives this kind of speech to where you kind of like oh maybe you're a genocidal maniac yeah <laughs> yeah but then the volcano blows up and we kind of forget about that <laughs> so that's that bad writing man yeah bad writing I, I do think it's something kind of weird that writers do a lot and i don't think this is necessarily a critique especially our on rings of power but like every kind of modern tv show where mm. it'll be like bad guy has kind of good points then he shoots a kid in the head and you're like, oh, he's bad. <laughs> we, we, I, I feel like you see a lot of that more nowadays. Like yeah. the, what, is there is there a word? Not like a, uh, not an anti-hero or whatever, but it's, which I, I enjoy when a, a few yeah. more ounces of humility are put into a villainous character, but to have yeah. them immediately be like, oh, I think I might be on their side. And then, yeah, like yeah. you said, like kill a kid or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, like I, I I think it's okay to have a villain that's like, oh, well, you know what? I kind of get what he's saying. <laughs> you know, like, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. In The Walking Dead? Yeah, but then, like, he has to. <laughs> I would say, I'll say later, Negan, when yeah. he, he gets a chance, he has those moments where, like, he'll do some real messed up something, but then, like, I had to. And this is why. And you'll be like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he did. But uh, I, I feel like that's a really solid moment. Um, I enjoy the um. I, I've seen people not talk good about this scene, but when um 
Arendir meets up with some of his buddies in that camp and they were like planning the escape or whatever. And they kind of, yeah. they kind of get a little far into it. And Arendir peeks his head up over the hole and his buddy, the older guy is standing out there and he's just kind of standing still. And then he turns and like falls over and it reveals he's just got an arrow straight to the chest and he's like dead on the ground. And like Arendir sees that and realizes, yeah. Oh my God. It's not uh, we're in a tighter spot than we thought you know yeah. like i thought that scene was pretty cool i thought that was really good that that whole kind of sequence was like really yeah good. adar's entrance too because like i said last episode i love when all the like orcs and goblins sit there and chant a word over and over again <laughs> yeah. and they're like adar Ad. i'm like oh here we go here's That's adar yeah like yeah come on <laughs> i i do like that stuff too i like um i think visually not so much well that, the dialogues kind of take it or leave it the um the the scene where you get the reveal that Halbrand is yeah. on that kind of like mind twisting like you can see like how powerful he is kind of thing and that really that's that's a good scene too where like him and Galadriel have like the back and forth of like she's seeing all this different stuff yeah. that he wants her to see and like her kind of realizing it too that yeah. she's kind of been played for a fool a little bit yeah and like I think that's good out of Galadriel's character because she is kind of standoffish. Like she, she wants revenge for her brother. That's yeah. her her brother dying mission is now her mission. Yeah, and I, I think she needs to be humbled before we get the floating white angelic Galadriel through you know yeah. Mirkwood or whatever. Like it's, I like you said in the last episode. Like it's 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 hard to take these people's arguments literally when. It's literally 3,000 years before characters are not going to be the same. Like, yeah. we're going to witness the changes or the things that make them the characters that we know they are. Especially when in the movie, like, Galadriel talks about, she's like, I was there 3,000 years ago. Yeah. I, you know. And so now when, when we rewatch those movies and she says that line, when this show is done, we're yeah. going to be like, we were there too. Yeah. That's going to give us that much more. And people, people just don't. Yeah. People don't want to have fun, man. That's my big conclusion is that people just do not like to have fun don't want to have fun don't want things to be good i'm I'm trying to think is there anything like movie or show wise that hasn't been made yet of something that you really really love that like if they put it out and it was real bad that you would just absolutely because i'm sure there's something like that for me i just don't know what it would be yeah i'm trying to think i would say maybe assassin's creed but they've already made that movie Yeah, they've already that movie was okay I, i don't I, that movie it's its own little timeline from the Assassin's Creed universe and I think yeah. if you look at it that way that movie is an okay video game movie but like it wasn't that good either yeah I'm trying to think I don't I can't really think of anything like cause I know the people were so they've been wanting that the Halo show they've been wanting Halo f- to be a show forever it finally is one I've not watched it but I hear it's not that good yeah that would have that would have been my answer I think I, but, I, I, I just saw that like uh Either Amazon, Paramount, someone just ordered to do a God of War show. That'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they'll be able to pull it off. That's gonna. That's that's one of those things where I think it's very difficult to pull that one off, because I mean, games are just hard to make into movies in general. But like God of War, especially. I know what it would be if they done if they ever done a show about Red Dead Redemption. You know I what? do not yeah. think that they could write it as good as any of those first two games, and I think yeah. it would just be right under the bar of exceeding my expectations. Yeah. So I, I don't think that unless you got real good writers to do it, but yeah, you'd also have to have good actors for that too. And I, I don't know if they could pull that off. 
I would love to see somebody try. Honestly, it would be cool. I want. Like, I want. I want us to get into a uh, a new like a Western Renaissance in Hollywood because like there be cool. for a while it was like the There's, the Wolf of Wall Street copycats or whatever, and then it's now it's like superhero stuff and like video game like all adaptations. Yeah. I want or Nick, like Nick zombies there for a, a while. Nicholas Cage has a Western that's coming out, right? Is it Nicholas Cage? He does. He does. What is the name of that? I saw a little clip for it or something the other day. Uh, I cannot remember for life, but it looked called. kind of interesting, actually. I thought it, I'm, I'm here for it. I love a good Western. Yeah. And Christian Bell, it's not really a Western, but it's kind of set similar time period. Christian Bell's got that new, the pale blue eye, hmm. where, um, what's his name? What's his name? Harry Potter's cousin, Dudley Durzel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays a young Edgar Allan Poe at West Point. Okay. And there's a murder on West Point's campus and like Christian Bell is a detective huh. and Edgar Allan Poe is a soldier because he was a soldier at West Point and like they, I don't know if they team up or yeah. like, I don't know how it's supposed to, but it looks really good. I, uh, did I tell you that um, Mike Flanagan's next project is, um, crap, I the can't Dark remember. Tower? Not the Dark Tower. That's going to be, it might be out at the same time, but like he just finished production on Man, what is it called? scary? It's an Edgar Allan Poe adaptation. It's the fall of... The fall of the House of Usher. Yes. Raul Coley is in that. Yes. Yes. Ah, okay. There's some... There's another big name actor in that too. Is it? No. Mark Hamill is in it. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is in it because Raul Coley, I, I saw an interview where they asked like, so, I mean, come on. Did you bug Mark Hamill a lot? And he's like, I mean, you know, uh, uh, of course. <laughs> Mark Hamill seems like the kind of guy that would like to be bugged about anything, like about the exact opposite yeah. of Harrison Ford in the yeah. Star Wars universe. Yeah, they're 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 foils of each other. See, like I, I hate that because if I ever, 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 ever get a chance to meet Harrison Ford, I'd want to ask him something about Star, but I could not bring myself to do it because I'd be like, I don't want to be. Like, I'd ask him. I'd be like, up. so. Um, your role in the Age of Adeline was pretty good. How, how you know, like yeah. some like the movie you done with Blake Lively, the romantic movie. Man, now I, now I just remembered that uh, the, the James Conroy, the voice actor. Oh, Kevin Conroy. Kevin yeah. Conroy. Yeah, that's sorry. Kevin Conroy passed away. That sucks. Did you see where he he did? He was able to voice Batman in the new Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. That's his oh, that's technically his last gig as Batman. Man. But yeah, that that's very sad. I I'll always say that Kevin Conroy is often forgotten on the list of best Batman, and I think he's definitely a top three spot because I yeah. mean the animated series was fantastic, and I Arkham mean that's games are the Arkham games are fantastic. That's that's Batman's voice right there. People are like, oh, Christian Bale, uh, Robert Pattinson. I'm like, no. They they just sound like they've smoked eighteen packs a day. Like Kevin Conroy sounds menacing. Yeah, I really really love. Uh, it, it sucks. It, that, that's uh, one of the first voice actors that I've been like, man, that really sucks. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah. Um, what else is coming out? There's something coming out. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Mike Flanagan. Like he, uh, he he signed a contract with. Amazon. So he's doing. He's gonna. He's, he's gonna do an he's Amazon. Late, he's left Netflix completely after the fall of House of Usher. He's gonna be off of Netflix. I can't remember why. Could be, oh yeah, it's because they canceled the uh, Midnight Club, mm. which really sucks because he released like a blog post that had like everything 
where like everything that was going to happen i was there for it it really? had some like it had some like man, i love like metaphors so like it had some like weird metaphors in there and i was like man that sucks and um yeah it might be better for him to kind of get out of the netflix machine too that's true i can't think of the last netflix original that i other than it's, like it's stranger things stuff. i mean yeah he's that might hurt netflix a little bit because i i've only watched i still need to watch the midnight club and midnight mass um i'm telling you midnight mass is unmatched i i, I think it's it's probably better, past the haunting of hill house Be, sole reason because like that's his story he fair like his complete fair. baby he put a lot of love into that hey mike flanagan he's a he's a cool cat man i like the stuff that he does i like to see him try to do something not horror just to see what that'd he can cool. do that would be cool um i don't know we'll see I, I will say real too real quick you'd mentioned nick cage i did watch the unbearable weight of massive talent i gotta watch that very funny movie very meta very like it's meta but it's a little hyperbolic it exaggerates a little bit but like he's he plays nick cage he plays a version of him for sure and uh man so funny yeah and speaking of because pedro pascal is in that movie speaking of um there is something coming out that i i might be a little more keen to scrutinize a little bit but i watched the trailer and i'm not gonna lie it looks fantastic the last of us on hbo max not gonna lie looks really really good okay well i mean it, it i was a little wary at first because i made this tweet the other day about pedro pascal telling his manager like unless i'm a grizzled old man protecting a child <laughs> i do not want to see a script on my desk because like mandalorian last yeah. of us like he's always protecting some kid and i was like man this is going to be one of those like it's just going to be Mandalorian without the mask with some like fungus <laughs> zombies. But I think he will play a great Joel. The little girl that they've got playing Ellie, she plays, um, I cannot think of her first name, but she plays one of the um, Mormonts in uh, Game of Thrones. Mm. And she's young in that too. And she's a badass character in Game of Thrones. And okay. I think she will do really well as Ellie. And Nick Offerman's in it too. Oh, love me some Nick Offerman. Yeah, it, it looks really good. The, uh, it's made by the same people that done, or maybe produced by the same people that done the Chernobyl show that was so popular and good. I had to watch that. We've got. I, I heard it was H- good. We've got HBO Max now. I can watch it. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard it was really good. I didn't watch it either, but it's done by them, and uh, the visuals look outstanding. It it just looks like it's going to be great. Cool. I hope so. Fingers yeah. crossed. Because I, I really like the. Did you play The Last of Us? No. At all? I had a buddy from school because I had an Xbox 360. Yeah, I never had a PlayStation, so I couldn't. We talked about it at lunch. I was like, yeah, I've got a three. I don't know if I'll ever get to play it. The next day, my buddy brought his PS3 to school and said, here, I do not want this back until you finish the game. What a what a what a G, right? Like I took his PlayStation home. I played The Last of Us all the way through, beat it, took it back to him. I was like, thank you. This was amazing. Thank you so much. But yeah, I really hope they do well with that show. Okay, I think that's everything that I've got. Um hopefully things will be ramping up now i made it through the semester then i made it through food poisoning and then a concussion it's yeah it's been a, it's been a rough week and a half i'd say um, <laughs> yeah, all in a week and a half too like i it, it was tough that last finals week i was like 
it's the final like it's the, just gotta make this one last push yeah and i'm through this semester and i pushed too hard and got a concussion god Tuesday I had um, I had a final due and it was a take home final that I'd had for probably three weeks. But fair, like fair. I knew that I could do it and I was like, I'll just do it the day that's due. I'll have plenty of time to do it. Like it's not gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. It's not that long. She just gave us a long time to do it, you know. Yeah. Um and I was like, okay. And then she pushed it back to Tuesday, a finals week because it was originally like just like the final day of class. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh that's even better. And so I was like, okay, I've got a full day to, that I'm gonna do this. Monday, I think I had a final, and then um, I was like, I'll just do this tomorrow. We had, uh, it's called tonkatsu. It's a Japanese fried pork chop, and we've made it a billion times. It tempts. It was the correct temperature to be cooked. My only theory is that it was, the pork was just bad itself. Like, Mm. I I, can we get it too? Yeah. I don't know. But I I went to sleep that night. I woke up at 2 a.m., Stomach was kind of rumbly, and I was like, "Oh man, this doesn't feel great." <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, I just gotta use the bathroom." You That's know? the worst feeling. Like, I know exactly what feeling you're talking like, about. You know, and then I got up, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I just felt it like coming <laughs> up my my chest, and I was like, "That's not what I thought it was." And wrong I wrong in, wrong in. <laughs> I threw up for like five times, and I was Golly. like, "But, but the thing was like, I hadn't thrown up in at least ten years." I, I have yeah, been. I can't a, tell you the last time I threw up. Like it, it, it had been so long. I, I can remember the last time, and it was like, I was a kid. Yeah. And I ate bad chocolate, and I threw up, and, yeah, that was the last time. I was probably ten years old. Like it, it's Jeez, been, dude. It's been a long time. That's crazy. Like I just, I'm, I don't get, you know, like sick very often. Mm-hmm. So like that, I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky. I don't know if there's any particular reason. I'm just kind of lucky. And I was like sitting there. I was like, yeah, that's terrible. I, I <laughs> yeah, this sucks. <laughs> and, but like after I threw up, I was like, oh wow, I feel like so much better. Listen, man, I love throwing up anymore if I have to. Like yeah. if, because like, I'm like, I know for like it's gonna suck. Yeah for five minutes and then afterwards I'm gonna feel a little bit better but like the problem was like I had food poisoning food yeah. poisoning so like after and I, I was reading cause I was like trying to figure it out like after you throw up your brain like releases a bunch of endorphins to tell you like you're still alive you did it good job and like but like after 20 minutes those wear off and then your stomach oh. goes hey uh remember me? why did I die <laughs> yeah <laughs> then I I threw up from 2am until 12 p.m. Holy crap. After the third round, I threw up pretty much like every 20, 25 minutes. After probably the fourth round, I was just dry heaving, you mm. know. Nothing coming up. Yeah, I was just yeah, sitting there just like, and that's the worst feeling because I start to panic because I can't breathe. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and it freaks me out. And I'm just like, oh, God. Um, but I think I was lucky. And here's why. Because Kinley, at around 4 a.m., I literally was sleeping in the bathroom. I just took I took a blanket, I took a pillow, and I was like, "This is cut down on the trip. This is <laughs> this is my life now." Um, I heard her get up, and she started walking in the bathroom. And I looked at her, and I was like, "You too?" She's like, "Yep." Uh, just I just got out of her way. <laughs> but here's the problem: we I think we've talked about it on this show, or maybe uh, probably what's your theory? Yeah, what's your theory? Because we did the dream episode. It takes me a long time to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it takes me at least thirty minutes. So like my brain has enough time to like wear off the endorphins and like it's time to yeah. throw up again. Yeah. She on the other hand can fall asleep like that. 
So she she was sick for like another full day. Whereas after 12, I was weak as hell and just didn't like generally didn't feel good. But like it was it was like I, I could tell like, a little oh, bit better, it, yeah. it, it's, it's over. Like I don't have to I'm not going to be throwing up or like anything else. Like I just have to make it through the day sleep and then I'll probably feel a hundred times better. Yeah. The next day. No, Ken, I, I think cause, because Kenley was able to sleep, her food was able to like actually digest mm. a little bit more. So like she had to like endure like the true pain. <laughs> that's tough. But then I haven't had food poisoning in a while. Yeah. That's, that sucks. Then the next day, after I was like, yeah, you know, I feel I feel better now. I, I feel, feel great. Fine. I was doing some laundry. I went downstairs and our hot water heater had been leaking, and like it was just like a drip. So like you know uh-huh. you wouldn't have noticed it, and it made a puddle in the floor. And I slipped on it and bonked my head into the washing machine pretty hard. Like yeah. but like at the time I was like man that hurt you know and um just continued about my day i was like yeah now my head hurts thanks mm-hmm. and i fi- got that fixed and it was, it was just like a fitting that was kind of loose and it was just dripping but then the next day we had a, a choir performance at natural tunnel and so i was driving and then like i had had a headache all day but like i was just like yeah you hit your head pretty hard mm-hmm. yeah, you know and i just kind of like my vision started going blurry and I was kind of like, you know, oh my God. and I, I pulled over and got like off the exit and got up to like where Burger King used to be. I didn't know that, that wasn't a Burger King. I... <laughs> oh, and that, uh, yeah, that is well, just I... a gas station now. Dang. Yeah. I didn't know. But, um, I got up there and I literally passed out. Like after I got parked, like I, I'm lucky that I didn't pass out while I was driving. My gosh. Cause I just like put my head back and just i woke up probably 45 minutes later and i called kimley and was like hey uh yeah we got a problem <laughs> i don't know what's Houston? going i don't know what the fuck's going on i need some help see jordan told me i didn't know that you like legit passed out in the parking lot yeah jeez that's and scary like because like i woke up and it was like i was i was, I was late i was like i what the heck am I doing? I, I've got to, I've got to get to the, 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 the performance. Now uh, I was like, realized what happened. I was just confused. Like yeah. that was the biggest thing. I was just like, I, I didn't know what happened. And I kind of put two and two together and I just took it easy. And I, now I feel better. It was like really strange. I think it was a combination of, I was food poisoning or I was food poisoned. So I didn't eat anything that whole day. So you're already, already kind of weak, like, weak. Yeah. And then like hit my head and it was just a terrible, terrible combination. <laughs> the, the bad domino effect. Hey, yeah. How do we know you weren't abducted, my friend? You know what? <laughs> Next, what's your theory? Yeah. My abduction. <laughs> my abduction story. <laughs> I fell asleep and then I woke up. And, you know, probably I can't say it wasn't aliens. And I could just <laughs> float. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I hate that that happened. No, it's okay. I Hey, I managed to make all A's. And one B, one B plus. The B plus was in senior sim, and I did kind of pick a absurdly difficult topic. <laughs> so like, but still a B plus. B plus. That's pretty good. Um, but still, if you're gonna give the man a B plus, just give him an yeah. A minus. I mean, yeah. For the but, all A's, come on, yeah, come on, Doctor Weiss, come on. But um, so like, I'm I'm super proud because I took 18 credit hours and you then, had like. A- you had a tough course load this semester. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll I'll tell everybody that. I mean, I'm not one to normally be like, oh, I made you know A's. Like, look at me. But like, 
this semester was tough, like genuinely. Like, yeah. There was a lot of time management. I was about to say, you, you stayed busy, but you still found time to to do your crap and to study yeah. for crap. And it showed, man. And at the end, though, I was tired. I, I, um, I did not. Uh, I, before finals week even started, I was like, man, I just don't want to. I just like, don't even want to do it. If check into your grades like if i don't do this final yeah. what will i make <laughs> but oh. no it, we made it's it over with it. now yeah. yeah hopefully next semester looks somewhat easier i don't know how it could be harder please god <laughs> are, are you going into your last semester or is it do you have two um, more after this i've got two more after two this more. i thought so. i got the senior sim out of the way and like I've still got a bunch of hours that I just could I transfer. I've got like a bunch of hours that I just need to have to. But you know, that's graduate. not bad though because yeah. now I get to take some cut, yeah. genuinely interesting things that, I, that that will either help me or will just be fun. So yeah, I was about to say play around, have fun a little bit. Your yeah. last few semesters, that'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, you heard it here first. Take your senior sim a little bit early if you want to reap the benefits yeah. later. As long as you're ready for it. Yeah, if you're ready for it. Uh, if you're not ready for it, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, that, it's it's tough. I don't know. I don't know how other universities do it. I'm assuming it's a similar process. But it's, yeah, it's I, would, a, I would think so. It's it's a it's it's a tough thing to do, for sure. Now I've got senior capstone. <laughs> do you have to do like a, a project or something I, I, for that, I think, or is I think it gonna I've be got just... to have a project? But it's more like just compiling like everything that you've already done. I think we'll see. We'll see what it is. I'll we'll see. Yeah. Can't be can't be worse than senior sim. I, that that was rough. Yeah, that was a rough. I I made I made a forty and a sixty on the first two drafts of my paper. Made an A on the final draft and an A on my presentation. So, you know, A's where it counts, I guess. Yeah. So, is what it is. But that that that's what's been happening with me. That's that's the reason things have been kind of out of whack recently for the past you know a couple of months really i've been working yeah uh that's about it i just been staying busy work yeah i kind of miss the days where i could be like yes class has been just kind of rough because like i don't miss them when i was there but since i grad i'm like man i kind of miss having a class here and there or maybe it's just because back then it gave me more to like place blame on my inadequacies like i have work and class that's no joke though i mean it's really not i mean i was a little bit lazy my last little bit there in college anyway but don't make my mistake don't be lazy don't be lazy but yeah thanks everyone for watching i don't know how long this has been it feels like a while (laughs) yeah but i'm i think it'll be beneficial a good way to rant about something i mean if you like lord of the rings these last couple episodes the one before this one and this one will be good for you to listen to for sure and if you think uh if you if you don't agree with us keep that shit to yourself yeah no, it's the best show ever made i don't know what you're talking about but still don't don't be a doofus and hate on this yeah, hate don't. on anything because uh the characters who are supposed to be dirty and filthy are dirty and filthy <laughs> yeah they're too dirty and filthy and um yeah just don't do that don't like something for legitimate reasons or if you just don't like it just because you don't just don't like it just say you just don't like it it's a lot don't be a dummy yeah until next time see you